0: Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. Today, I have a friend, fellow creative uh, actor, Helena Orts. How are you?
1: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, Helena and I uh, have been following each other for a while on social media. We've never really connected, but we've been keeping in touch or uh, keeping up to date with uh, each other's profiles and you know our creative journeys. um, Like I said, you are an actor. You are also an athlete. Uh, This is like the first guest I've had that's. Uh, you know in two different professions two different industries um, and a decorated Olympic athlete I should uh, I might add Um, and I was just telling you before the podcast that it's amazing how we're able to connect uh, with fellow creatives like ourselves uh, through the power uh, the technology of social media right
1: yeah no it's it's amazing what this um, medium allows you to do and to see you know So thank you for for reaching out.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I know. I love it. It's always a pleasure to speak to other creatives. You know, uh, it's insightful and it's inspirational to uh, not only myself, but those that listen um, to hear, you know, what they can do, uh, maybe the same or differently uh, based on your story. Right. And that's why I kind of bring on people like ourselves um, at our level, you know, no one that's like uh, maybe too famous or verified, but in a sense that's, you know, up and coming, right? Because it's relatable. It's something maybe we can resonate with more. Um, And also because no one knows our stories, right? We're not uh, public figures in that sense that uh, people don't really can not search us up on Google. So I think it's really cool that we have that opportunity. And thank you again for being a part of this.
1: Thank you. Thank you for putting this together and allowing our voices to be heard.
0: Of course. Thank you so much. Um, so like I mentioned, you are a decorated Olympic athlete, and I'd like to know just a bit of backstory about that. Uh, cause I think it's so fascinating, um, being an actor and also an athlete as well. Uh, how did you become an a- Olympic athlete and what sport were you participating in?
1: So I started playing basketball when I was, uh, seven, eight years old okay. and I started playing because my sister was playing and all my friends were joining a team, and I hated it. I absolutely despise basketball. Okay. And I was like, well, I guess we're doing this, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyway, I end up falling in love with the game, and especially having a team. It, is, it teaches you so many values, and it is wonderful to have that community that pushes you, and, and that you end up growing so much out of it so i can say that once when i was uh for 13 14 a lot of teams um wanted to recruit me and i end up signing with um with a team whose name is Famani san adria which is in barcelona uh where i where i was uh, born and raised nice. and i started playing for them and that was the most uh transformative years I had as an athlete, um, the people that I've shared core with, they were amazing, the coaches. And so we went to championships and thanks to that, the Spain national team um, selected me uh, the first year that I was at Femenic San Adrià to play um, the European, European championship under 16. so we won we won that year uh gold medal and after that the following year uh the spain national team one year older they called me i was i was one of the youngest in the team okay and they took me on board as well so i so from 16 to 20 years old um it was like five championships that we end up playing um I had the pleasure to, to play for the Spain national team. And yeah.
0: That's exciting. So, that's, 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 yeah. amazing. I'm loving this story. I, I got bits and pieces on yeah. your social media, but uh, love to hear it from you as well. That's great.
1: Thanks. And we, we travel to so many places and what's, what's amazing about it is that um, when I went to college here, uh, in when I was playing in San Francisco we were playing against Hawaii, uh, a university in, uh, in Hawaii, nice. and I remember I was warming up and i and I stared at one of the players from the other team, and she was staring at me, and we both realized that we were together at the Youth Olympic Games
0: okay. in China.
1: She was playing for Guam, oh, which okay. is her country, nice. and that was that was like, "Wow, like what sports can do, you know
0: small world, right? yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's All amazing. the people
1: you get to meet—it just—it's—it's it's what you take out of it. I mean, yeah, the medals are great, the championships are great, but the relationships that you do is the most important part of it.
0: Yeah, for sure. You said it. that was a beautiful story, and there's a lot of key takeaways um, that I picked up from that. Uh, someone like myself, you know, I played sports, uh, you know, for the formative years, uh, like earlier uh, years of my life, and like hockey, soccer, even basketball, believe it or not, uh, for two years and um the same concept right like you said it's transformative it allows you uh to learn life lessons uh learn yeah. values uh you know the, the importance of camaraderie and um you know teamwork um and you know just being supportive of one another as well right creating lasting friendships and yeah. again someone that's not you know ha- has the, doesn't have the same affinity for sports as i do with film um i can at least respect what it offers and that's what kind of we apply Uh, to the film industry or the arts right which is what I'll I'll transition to next and ask you why did you choose to pursue a career in acting as opposed to committing full-time into sports
1: so since I was five years old I wanted to be an actress okay all all my life so basketball kind of like found me somehow and Actually, when I was recru- recruited by this team from Anissa Adria, and I told them that, yeah, I can train these days, but hey, you got to respect my Fridays night because I'm in a theater group, you know? Right. And right. they did. And um, so at some point I was combining both, but basketball became very um, demanding time-wise. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I put it aside for a little bit acting because I knew I always wanted to live in the US and um and I find out that if I kept pushing basketball, that would allow me to find a scholarship and come to the US.
0: Oh, okay, so, great. Right.
1: So all that was kind of like a strategy to end up doing theater and acting.
0: Amazing. Yeah. I, I was gonna say, how did you cause because right now you're in the US and you were from Barcelona and you made that transition, but that's what a lot of people I think do, right and because the u- they offer u s is known uh, to offer scholarships for those that are worthy, and clearly you were worthy of that, and that's what happened, really you, essentially, you got a, a scholarship, and the rest is history
1: yes, yes um, it's It's very hard in Spain or like or I think like in the rest of the world to be able to do both yeah, uh, I think the u s has um, the way it's organized it's really to support and encourage. People to play sports, which oh, I think yeah. it's amazing. And we don't have <clears throat> those benefits in, in, in Spain. Actually, a lot of uh my former teammates, they end up graduating in seven years because it wow. was so hard for them because they were training morning and afternoon. Of and of course, they had yeah. to like study online.
0: Their workload, and, they had to manage their workload yeah. and like you yeah, postpone uh, uh, courses uh ongoing, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh so going back to that, I want to mention um Daniel Prince. Uh he's kind of like I have him on an altar. He's oh, okay. um, he has these organizations that it's called Passion Hoops, and he takes athletes, um, European athletes, and offers them a scholarship in the US and he contacts universities. So I remember I was playing with um I was in Croatia playing with, with uh, the Spain national team. It, they were like one year older than me. And so I barely was having any minutes on the court. So I was more like a bench player that year. Right. But he came to me. He's like, because I knew that some of my teammates were going to the States the following year. And he came to me. He's like, hey, would you like to do that? And I was like, wait, what? Me? I can do that? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, Yeah. And he helped me through all the process, and and, yeah, thanks to him, i I came I came here. He put uh, universities in contact with me. so so, yeah, the rest is uh, history, and we are still in contact, and now he's one of the main supporters for me to pursue acting.
0: No, that's beautiful. that That's very heartwarming um, to always know that there's mentors. Along your journey right i always i often say if there's no mentors it's virtually impossible sometimes right to even um get to a certain point because there's people along the way that know more than you or maybe more talented or they more well connected uh that can offer you that stepping stone that leverage right um i don't know who your heroes are in the industry like any celebrities but for example me like quentin tarantino as much as i revere him as like you know a genius and um you know a highly talented storyteller there were people in his life, if you follow his uh, biography, that uh, believed in him, right, that offered him something that he didn't, he couldn't offer himself at the time, right, whether it was money, Mm -hmm. whether it was guidance, uh, whether it was a connection, a network. And I think that's so important. Daniel Prince, shout out. Uh, thank you for supporting Helena <laughs> and getting thank her to where Daniel. she needs to be. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really important. You know, we share the same name. You know, I think it's a commonality. Daniel, Daniel all Daniels out there in the world. You know? All
1: Daniels are good people. <laughs> Hopefully, they're that. all
0: good hearted, just as good hearted as us. Um, but that no, that's really cool. That um, he went out of his way to help you because let's be honest, not a lot of people do that or feel the need to do that. Um, and I think it takes speaks a lot to character and um, you know also to yourself that he saw something in you and he went out of his way. So. Really, really nice uh, to hear that. And you must have been relieved, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So from your two career paths, which one of them does your heart lie in most?
1: If you were to choose?
0: Acting? Oh, wow. Okay, Okay. great, great. And that's that's what I picked up when I looked at your social media. I said, even though she kind of like uh, presents herself uh, also as an athlete, like shares the same love, I feel like you'd say acting.
1: Right. it's it's funny because all my social media was full of basketball pictures right <laughs> everywhere so I graduated and I was like that's it I'm leaving basketball behind I want to be an actress that's yeah, it
0: yeah.
1: and when I came here one of the biggest opportunities auditions I got uh was for the movie um Space Jam 2 the second movie
0: oh wow were, you I, were in it I didn't even watch it yet
1: no, no, no. I, oh. I, I did. I didn't make it, but oh, okay, um, okay, okay.
0: That made it dope. to
1: made it okay. to a callback, and that was the first audition I got. And and I and I realized how basketball can support me in acting, and I'm like, wow. I I never thought that my two passions could like complement each other. You know, of course, yeah. So so now, even though um I want to do uh film and television, um I think like well since I have these skills I can use them um on my benefit
0: yeah no for sure there the, I, th- I was just thinking when you were talking about that like merging the two passions uh you never know down the road if there is a, a like mini series or some sort of like uh, film yeah. that's centered around basketball or women's basketball especially um mm-hmm. like I was uh, thinking about like skate kitchen there's this uh it was an independent movie, but it turned into an HBO series. I forgot what it was called, but it was centered around these like seven young women, right? Relatively your age. And they were skateboarders. Right. Um, So I'm just imagining like, you never know, there could be uh, some sort of drama series where it could center around the lives of, you know, uh, these women that have a skill in basketball or like coming from that background and they need someone that's more authentic and you got someone like yourself. Right. Right. You never yeah. know what I'm saying is as an actor, again, I'm not an actor, more of writer director, but as a writer director, I always write roles if I know someone with them in mind. So you never know if there's someone out there that is writing those role, those roles with someone that you fit the bill, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And what's beautiful is that I'm coming across with so many people that are kind of like following the same path as me, that they were former athletes and now they are transitioning into acting and.
0: That's
1: that's kind of
0: cool. You know, that's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. And, um, you know, speaking back to about your social media and like uh, how you share more of an affinity uh, for the arts um, and you present yourself more as an actor, um, I've noticed, you know, a consistent pattern from the guests that I've had on the podcast is a lot of creatives utilize social media to make connections and build their audience as we were discussing um, at the beginning of this podcast. And I want to know from you, because I see you, you do the same approach, how has social media benefited your career as an artist?
1: well i think I think now it's, it's starting to pay off I mean thanks to social media you will you were able to contact me and, exactly yeah and do this so I must say that it's I struggle I struggle with being active with it it's just, it's the full-time job and
0: yeah I don't blame you <laughs> like
1: all the strategy that you gotta do and it's yes, like, yes. like super lazy because I don't want to spend so much time on it I don't but blame I know you, yeah. but I know I have to uh no what's crazy is that um somebody who who's helping me and submitting me to auditions and opportunities he um, He was asking me for certain pictures and and I was like, okay, um, yeah, here they are. He's like, hey, normally I only submit your IG. So, and I was like, really? I'm like, wow. like I believe it.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, now Instagram is your resume, sadly.
0: It is. Yeah. Well, look at us, right? Like I I messaged you. Um, You know, I could have called, like, imagine if I just sent you an email, you would have deleted it probably or spam. (laughs) Um, Again, I don't know. You're a nice person, but the reality is it's not directed to me. It's just, you know, naturally you would want to know who the hell, uh, what's the credibility behind it? Are they real? Are they a bot? Um, are they creepy? (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, correct. Yeah. that's what it is. Right. It's like, that's why I DM through my personal pages. Like, you know, like, Oh no, he does a podcast. You can look through it. You can see, you know, what I'm all about and not for anything. Like you could have been not interested, um, because maybe it just doesn't, uh, fit in your interest. Right. Um, but that's the whole point back to what you were saying about the resume is uh that's what Instagram is really uh meant for in a way right and and as much as you know I'm the same way as you like as much as I'm very creative and I'm artistic I like my own time I don't really like to be on my phone that much it's very distracting because I get easily distracted distracted as it is and someone like you that uh had a career in sports I can only imagine because you're very active like you're not you don't strike me as someone that stays on her phone like just scrolling like endlessly like you like to be moving around (laughs) you like to be uh active yeah so we still got to make that sacrifice you know like you said it's for the benefit uh for the interest of our career um mm-hmm. so i think that's important yeah just to stay consistent for me I, I try to post at least once a day uh just to throw something out there
1: and then that's the rest good, is history right? right
0: i try not to get caught up in it. sorry what did you say
1: i said that's that's very good that's thank amazing. you yeah that's no
0: i i <laughs> i, I, I use the pandemic honestly uh, helena no. i use the pandemic to catch up and like get into discipline because um i had so much time on my hands like i can't like develop the flow like a routine but before that i was in the same boat as you uh just you know didn't avoided it if i could and you know it just didn't really strike any interest in me but again i'm not perfect like there are days when i get when it gets to me there are days when like you know not enough likes not enough attention to this post but you got to tell yourself you know what as long as i'm doing the work as long as i'm putting myself out there the rest i can't control right um so that's really cool for sure. Um, now I wanted to know, um, does social media provide you like an enjoyable experience or back to the point about like, do you just use it for business? Do you, no, do you enjoy no, 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 no,
1: no. I, I, I do. I do enjoy oh, it. Okay. Especially, um, I don't know. I consider myself pretty goofy. So okay, I, cool. I always, I work out a lot. So like every time, like I'm missing some lifts and stuff, like I always make comedy out of like, my failure you know and I really like and actually what's interesting is like a lot of people like that and
0: yeah and
1: people have told me like hey like it's we love to see kind of like your progress because we see when you fail and like we celebrate with you your success you know so I I think it's great it also allows me to stay in contact with so many people you know like nowadays if you think about it like I don't have that many phone numbers saved so like you just reach out people through there and yeah i also um i coach basketball to young athletes from from 5 to 17 years old and honestly all the there's so many uh tutorials on that i'm seeing on or reels on instagram okay. that are like i'm i'm learning myself i'm like wow like i love this exercise like i'm gonna use it so um instagram it's being it's it's a great tool for me in my business in um professionally as a basketball coach and also for my leisure time
0: yeah that's amazing well i'm, I'm glad that it's serving you uh, serving you the right way um that's important right you never want something to be completely taking away your time mm-hmm. <laughs> and not being productive about it right um, and that's really cool that you're, you're able to, uh, serve your community through social media, right? Like with your basketball coaching. Um, but on the flip side, I have to know, like, is there any online criticism or negativity that's sent your way with regards to your acting or your posts? Uh, cause as artists, I know we deal with a lot of, uh, negative feedback and it could get into our heads. <laughs>
1: um, well, not, uh, you know, to the contrary, like at the end it's my approach right Mm -hmm. Um, people can share their opinions and it's how i react to them yeah um i think like social media can create a lot of um not jealousy but like we also have already the or i use i have the tendency to maybe like compare myself yeah like i've been like really working on that and like accepting that there's I'm no shame
0: in it. it i respect the honesty to be honest because a lot of it's not that you hate the person or you're jealous like you said no, it's it's I, more about you put them at a standard where you say i should be doing more i should be doing exactly. like, and, it, and it gets in your head and and you just don't feel the passion anymore right
1: yeah yes yes so um thanks to my actually my acting studio has really helped me on that mentality about like oh, people pleasing about like comparing myself and like just like accepting where i'm that's what I'm at is what I'm supposed to be. And like nice. keep creating, doing like what's like being authentic, you know, and being yep. me and that's what matters. So um, I honestly, I've never had like bad, bad criticism towards something, um, but like, for example, I was, <laughs> I remember during quarantine, I posted a video of me like playing basketball and that okay. day, I don't know why I couldn't dribble the ball. And like I edit it in a way. And I know like some people from Spain that knew me as a basketball yeah. player. They kinda like commented like, Wow, like you went away, you know, or something like that. And uh. I was like and I was like, Okay, how, you know, how can I like I, I know people don't say it like to hurt other people, you know? And yeah. like, um I'm I'm just gonna take it in a way like, okay, I, I put it up because I think it's, it's, it's funny how in human, <laughs> we yeah. can have bad days, you know, and, and that's it. Yeah, know, no, and... for sure. Yeah,
0: that, that's, that's really important. And, and that's something I was going to ask you, but you answered it for me is how do you cope with it? And really from uh, my impression is that you, you just kind of accept, you know, who you are. Um, you yes. accept that people have their flaws and you don't take things personally. And that's, that's really uh, admirable. Um, especially in this business because we can't or you try to
1: understand where these people come from you know and and be like um I don't know just like get out of like that judgment judgment and be more like okay like maybe maybe the person said like maybe I made that person laugh maybe that person was having a bad day and you know and that's how they said it or you know or maybe they are used to seeing certain certain skills you know yeah, i, I yeah. don't know so like kind of like instead of you don't look at things at face feeling.
0: value like there's, there's yeah. a bigger there's a bigger reasoning that things are more complex it's not yeah. black and white and, that, exactly. and that's that's how you should see it right because mm-hmm. no one's evil like you always see the good in people that's what's right. that's what's really respectful about you right and um it's the truth right because you don't know why they're posting like i'll post my artworks on my on started doing them on youtube shorts and for some reason, like I'll get like negative comments, like, like I know they're not the greatest, but I also know they're, they're pretty well done. And, and I have gotten compliments before, but the reality is, is there are some people that will still leave a nasty comment saying like, you know, I could draw better. Or this looks like a two-year-old did it. And again, like that's their opinion. That's what they're entitled to it. It's for me when they go too far. Right. And say, you know, you look a certain way and they start attacking you personally. Like yeah. that's not, that's not respectful at all. Right. Like you can have an opinion about the art itself, but when you start attacking someone, I always look at it as a reflection on the person. Like you said, you don't exactly. know, exactly they're going through an anxiety, like uh, a trauma in their life. You don't know if they're depressed. And a lot of times they have the ones, they're it's the about
1: ones are about-
0: Exactly. They're the ones it's that are the- going through the darker times. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of the reason why I bring this up is because a lot of creatives uh, listening to this or going through it, uh, I know for a fact, because I've experienced it myself, they take it personal because you know, they, they're sensitive, right. To begin with, they're, they're in touch with their feelings and they feel like, you know, it's enough that as it is that this industry is, uh, you know, highly uh, challenging and critical. Uh, So to deal with someone's negative remarks is not pleasant, but I think to see the good in people, like you said, and to know where it's coming from also to see where it's coming from. Right. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever Mm -hmm. gotten like spam accounts or these weird, sketchy kind of (laughs) accounts that like comment. And it's like, (laughs) Who is this person even real? Like, where's this coming from? Yeah. You know what and, I
1: mean. And seeing how many people are getting their accounts hacked, that's yeah, scary.
0: right. Isn't that scary? I'm like, right? should I put
1: it? Should I put it private? I don't right? know. I know, but then,
0: well, how does it get hacked? That's what, and then I started asking. A couple of my friends got it, and they said, "Beware people that say like, I need your help. Like, they'll text you something like that." And that's what I meant by like when I reached out for the podcast. I'm glad you were. <laughs> I was able to have some sort of credibility because you're able to see. Oh, like. This isn't a scam. Like I just need yeah. your, uh, you know. But if I started asking for personal details, that's when you know I gotta get out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it's really important to 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 be transparent and um, you know avoid getting hacked <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. because we shouldn't resort to being having our accounts on private. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So perfect. So as you know, like I was mentioning before, artists, you know, pursuing this arduous career, challenging career, many of them uh reflect on the successes and their failures as well right um and i'd like to know from you what are your successes and failures um in your career so far that define you as an artist
1: uh okay so last month i think well the last year i can say was one of the hardest years of i think the hardest year of my life
0: really why yeah. is
1: that um I was dealing with a lot, um, especially um, a lot to do also with uh, with immigration, you know, trying oh, okay. to stay, applying for visas, you know, the whole process was so slow. Right. Um, COVID also, didn't help.
0: Delayed everything, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> also, uh, some disagreement with uh, my family and the choices I was making. And anyway, I was in a in a hard position, you know, and I'm so thankful for everybody that stayed by my side and having like my friends. I adore my friends. They've they've been there for everything and supported me and given me opportunities, you know, <clears throat> and and also seeing that a year later that now I have accomplished these battles that was wow that was that was a lot so I remember one day I was brushing my teeth in the bathroom yeah. and I started crying
0: wow. so
1: much and I was like it was kind of like all this anxiety was kind of like leaving my body you know of course yeah. it was such a um, therapeutic moment and also I was crying of happiness that I was like wow I just I just accomplished the hardest battle of my life and And I've, I mean, of course I wouldn't have been able to do it without uh, my family, my friends, but, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been tough. It's been tough to live in this, in this city that is so expensive that it's, you gotta, you really gotta hustle. And like so many people don't understand that. Like people on social media might see me like, Oh yeah, she's always like, you know, doing CrossFit playing or like,
0: Whatever. yeah, and I'm yeah like, living wow, an active I, life
1: yeah yeah i'm like well i wake up at 4 45 in the morning i i work you know all day and every single free time that i have like i put it on my acting you know and i barely have social life and and if i have any like i want to give it all to my friends you know and the people yeah, I love. Yeah. uh but people don't see that and which you know which which is okay um, but also like here being transparent about how it is, it is just, it is so complicated to find, to be able to survive, find a job that pays the bills. And also that you don't have to work as much so you can spend more time in what you want to be your career, you know, in working I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and all the opportunity, all the auditions that I have is like the time that you take to prepare them. Those are, you don't get paid for that. Yeah. You know.
0: Unfortunately, yeah.
1: So, it's it's definitely very hard, but like it's also the life that I that I wanted, you know, and I think one of my my strengths strengths is my my determination. Yeah. And um actually my one of my dearest friends, um she said, "Are you applying the same strategy that you use in basketball now in acting?" And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. Because if you worked in the, in sports, I think it can work in in this field, you know.
0: Yeah, you made it all the way to the national team. Like that should be extremely proud. And that comes from, like you said, determination, tenacity, right? Yeah. Uh, the fact that you did it uh, without anyone's judgment, uh, without caring really about what anyone else thinks but yourself, and um, you persevered even though there was hardship. Like that's a huge testament, Helena. And Um, I asked that question and it's so comforting to hear that you went through also a a turbulent uh, time in 2021, because I was going through that as well. Maybe not the same issues as you, but um, with the pandemic and things slowing down and, you know, career opportunities, like we're artists at the end of the day and the creative industry as it is, is not, uh, the creative path, I mean, is not uh, Mm -hmm. linear or conventional to begin with. So to be compounded with all these external forces you know what I mean? Like it just makes things even more challenging. And, and I love what you said. It's like finding that balance, like finding a career that you can do your passion. Right. But also pay the bills. That's yeah. that's the biggest I think that's the biggest challenge. A lot of creatives don't even talk about as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like for me, I'm very fortunate. You know, right now I work for remote for an L.A. company uh, doing video editing work. Um, obviously, it's not something like I see myself doing forever. But at the same time, it helps me make money, helps me make. Uh, stay connected with a team that I love and value. Um, so it helps my mental health, but it allows me to also pursue my own opportunities, right. My own side mis- business, my, uh, films that I want to direct. Um, and yeah, I think, uh, we should both like get, to, we we've gotten to this point where we're grateful,
1: yeah. um,
0: for all the things that we've gone through, right. Cause it's made us stronger. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I really enjoy that. It makes you really different that you came from this athletic past and you're able to use those values and those skill sets to kind of um, pursue yeah. this new passion, right?
1: And, and now that I coach kids, um, I think what fulfills me the most is when, you know, every time they say, I can't do this, I make them do burpees. I'm like, you gotta watch how you talk to yourself, you know, like yes, thoughts, yes. thoughts are very powerful and like you, and that's something that I have great mentors, but learning mental toughness and like believing in yourself, is something that came into my life way later and definitely sports taught me in the hard way and that's what I most what I enjoy the most talking to the kids that I coach about like how to believe in themselves you know and, and self-care and, yeah
0: yeah. yeah, self-care yeah. is very important. Yeah.
1: All these voices about like I should be doing more, you know, like I'm not good enough. Yeah. And
0: never make and, it. <laughs> like, exactly. why is this guy better like, than me? Yeah.
1: Change that, uh, substitute exactly. all that. And also yeah. like uh keep com- <laughs> like kids comparing themselves, you know. And mm-hmm. I think it's it's so important that at this the I mean, the sooner the better that they start understanding that they are their own being and in and their journey is their own journey. Yeah.
0: You're teaching them and and you're the perfect coach at the, at the perfect age, right? It's the formative years. So Mm -hmm. everything you teach them, they're going to absorb and they're going to take with them. Um, and that's so, that's so touching to know that you're, you're, um, that you choose to be that kind of a mentor, right? Like a coach, like you to, to impact their lives. Cause you could have been, you could just do it to do it right. Like just come on, like pick up your feet or you could have been really strict that you could break them, but you're tough, but fair, what strikes me, right. And and, uh, they'll remember you, you know, because I think everybody needs, again, back to Daniel Prince, everybody needs that mentor in their life um, that guides them. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Great.
0: Well, as a creative, um, you know, as much as we're uh, pondering on the past, or maybe we go through our slums, right, about uh, being, uh, you know, caught up in the comparison, uh, comparisons and uh, struggling with our mental health, we also do look uh, for what's next, right? We're all so optimistic and we're always challenging ourselves uh, to be better uh, in, in the creative world. And I've noticed you've uh, dived into the whole fashion world, right? Uh, I run a streetwear clothing line. So it was really cool to see you uh, part of that uh, kind of uh, sector with the uh, Culture Kings that was those are a badass i'm not kidding you a badass photo shoot like there's one with the fisheye lens yeah Yeah. there was one with the fisheye lens where like uh it was two guys standing next to you and you were like Mm -hmm. posing like all serious like tough and i said that's really cool that was like la west coast vibe um so i'd like to know from you are there uh creative roles or creative pursuits uh you're eyeing for the future maybe as a director a writer fashionista (laughs) influencer (laughs)
1: um i mean kind of like the modeling world it's so new to me there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that i'm like yeah 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 but there's also like it's changing you know and um so it's interesting to explore um on the other hand um i started writing because i didn't want it to be to wait to be casted you know and i'm like i don't want to wait and also it's been so beautiful to see how, and also to explore my voice, you know? And like, yeah. okay, what do I have to say? And yeah. I mean, who who writes dictates uh, the narrative, you know?
0: Yeah. And yeah. I
1: was able to explain things from my own perspective. So uh, recently, like um, a month ago, I just finished uh, the Brisk Festival, which is a 10 minute play festival. So in one hour, you get to see like six different plays. Yeah. And yeah. it's interesting because it's the the plays are all independent, but they um they create this whole play together, you know? And like that was actually the first play that I wrote by myself. Nice. I've been in some collaborations and like and also I mean I felt so, so loved and supported by all my friends and people that I didn't even know that approached me saying like, hey, yeah, like I've I've experienced this, I can connect. And at the end, um, going a little bit beyond the, the message was about like being, being heard and being seen, you know, and also that criticizing all this Hollywood hierarchy that, well, Hollywood itself, is a huge hierarchy, but also accepting and being honest that we do want to be part of it. You know, yeah. we hate it because we're not there, but we want to be part of it. So anyway, so we finished that, um, my crew is asking me like to kind of like shoot it. So I'm still like uh, putting some thought into that. And I do have uh, started writing some sketches about it's inspired on my Amazing. life. Yeah. You know, So I can, um, I know a DP that was in inter- uh, director of photography that was interested in in collaborating with me. So okay. he lives in in Utah. So I need to... Get together with him and see yeah. how we can do it because it could be cool to do like a like a series. But during the meantime, I'm just um, I'm just trying to get some new footage because the footage that I have is from I left the university. That it's not even me. I'm like I'm embarrassed. Of yeah. I'm <laughs> like you, you've
0: grown past it. Yeah. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, trying just uh, to have more material to be able to, uh, send it and, and have, uh, people to see it and yeah, creating my own content and follow getting auditions and yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: look, that's, I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, that's exactly what you're sh- you should be doing, right. As an actor. Um, unfortunately like that's the reality of this business, especially with social media and about, uh, and how everything has become more accessible, more supportable, Uh, resources i mean you should be making your own content um i only say that because i've been in the same situation as you where it was like no i'll just wait for the right script or i'll just wait for that right team of people um you know as a director the reality is is you're not going to get that until you prove yourself until someone sees something uh that you can produce on your own and um especially as an actor for yourself i think that's uh highly respectable like the fact that you're writing your own stories um actors the best actors i believe like leonardo dicaprio uh, people don't realize this because I listen to a lot of roundtables on um, YouTube and Alejandro Niritu from um, the revenant he was explaining why um, you know speaking to why DiCaprio is who he is today right um, he's not just an actor he's a filmmaker so when he's on set he's not just you know saying his roles he's actually communicating with the director and the cinematographer like how he should position his body is a certain shot maybe the light should come here whatever and he's contributing to the art form right to the story yeah. and I think that's uh the stepping stone to what you're doing right is when you learn how to write when you know how to tell a convey a story a powerful effective story when you when it time when it comes time that you get selected by a big director and you're on set you're gonna know first of all you're gonna comprehend the story but you're gonna be able to provide uh suggestions you know what i mean instead of just being there to read lines (laughs) so i think that's really really admirable and um something that a lot of actors like a client current client that i'm dealing with now uh we're doing that you know i write the script for him uh because he's not getting you know he's looking to get uh, a demo reel created and um some auditions aren't coming through so hey why not make our own content right he likes my style so i wrote wrote these scripts for him one's already done so i can't wait for you to watch it (laughs) and we should work
1: together yeah (laughs) yeah yeah
0: i'll definitely send you some stuff for sure that's cool Um, And you can tell what I'm saying is that it's uh, like an audition, like a solely for like a demo reel, what I'm saying, because he's on the phone, right? Like having a breakdown, but you have to make it convincing someone's on the other end. Uh, But I shot it like a short film. It's not just one camera on his face. It's like, there's motion, there's like uh, cinematography, there's music. Um, So he could not only use that for his demo reel, but it could be marketed as a short film. So we, it's to kill two birds with one stone. So it's all about, yeah, having that creative approach nowhere near perfect. It took me many years to kind of get to this place and I'm really excited what more I can do uh, with this. But uh, I love that you're in the same uh, mindset. Um, that, that's so important to have, Helena. And I'm really looking forward to uh, these stories that you produce um, once, they're, once they're put together.
1: I mean, at the end, the goal is to expand empathy, you know, and just touch
0: yeah, people's keep,
1: hearts, you know.
0: Always be improving, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, before we leave, I'd just like to know from you, uh, as I always ask uh, many artists, many creatives and filmmakers, what is the message you intend to leave behind for your audience through acting, through sports or any other endeavor you, you uh, intend to pursue?
1: Hmm. Wow. Well, only one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know it hits hard. <laughs> uh, one guy didn't even want to answer.
1: <laughs> I would say... I would say, um, yeah, just follow, follow your passion, you know, and and there's wonderful people in this world that will help you and and help you accomplish those things that you want. Um, also, to be authentic to yourself, to to cut all the people pleasing shit that I'm. Yeah, no, for to, sure. Like, yeah, overcome. toss that aside
0: yeah toss that aside for sure
1: and just just live authentically truth to yourself and because at the end what we have are these relationships you know and that we that we build with other people and enjoy every single step of it you know people think about yeah once i'm there i'm like well what's there there's never there you know this is it this is it so like where you are right now Um, either if you're working towards professional or personal goals like enjoy the process we're so focused on like product about you know this is what I want these are my goals I'm like well like just there's a bigger mission behind in
0: bigger picture yeah
1: yeah and also like just just stay stay present because you know maybe Something that my teacher, my acting uh, teacher that I also want to mention, Lacey yeah, Fisher. Sure. She's, um, she's been a great mentor and she has been so important in my life this past two years. Right. Um, she has been talking a lot about... Um, what is it? What, like, um, last timeness? No, last... Like, this could be the last time that we have oh, this conversation, right, like right. this will be the last time that you get to
0: treat today like it's your last. Yes, kind of yeah. You know, okay. and
1: I think that brings you a lot of gratefulness. That I think that we all need to work on that and experience that because it's so easy, especially oh, on social media, to like compare. Right? Yep. Oh, who's above me? Like, where do I want to be? And like, y- you know, like be grateful for what you have and the moment. You yeah. You and and I think that's that's gonna be so freeing for you the day you start doing that.
0: That was well said. And I really uh, admire that message. A lot of creatives share that and a lot of creatives needed that um, listening to this um, because we all, we are all guilty of not enjoying the journey, but looking forward to the destination. But guess what? All the times that you were looking forward to something uh, I know for a fact, you've reached um, half of those things and you still want more. So it's the human illusion, right? So just enjoy today. Be grateful for today and uh, you'll get there before you know it. Right. (laughs) um so thank you again helena orts i really appreciate you coming on the podcast to share your journey um very inspiring very motivating and we look forward uh to whatever uh you decide to pursue next uh in your exciting career
1: Thank you so much, Daniel, for having me. I truly appreciate it. Yeah. Of
0: course, Helena. Yes. And we're looking forward to having you back, um, you know, celebrate more accomplishments in your journey along the way. So having said that, thank you again, Helena, for coming on the podcast. Thank you again, everybody, for listening. And we'll talk soon.